You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with Envy and Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. And we are back from hiatus, folks. Uh, so this is Podzilla, king of the casters. I am your host, Envy Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper uh, is somewhere around. Uh, <laughs> not sure. Uh, but yeah, he's a dog. So, cool. Cool thing. So, we're going back here with a, a movie that ever since we started this podcast, we knew at some point we were going to cover. Well... Because it is a Godzilla idea, movie. The idea was that we'd have to cover every Godzilla movie, so yeah. Yes, but on top of that as well, it's like, it was one of the standout ones. Yeah, it is has a pretty good reputation amongst fans. Well, it actually has a very divisive reputation amongst fans. Uh, Shin Godzilla we're talking about. Uh, Shin Godzilla. Because uh, it's a very different Godzilla movie, and uh, it'll be interesting to talk about. Full disclosure, I have an ear infection right now, so mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm not in any pain at the moment because uh, I've been taking painkillers and I've been on antibiotics for a few days. But Vera is entirely deaf, so like, uh, she's just going to talk and then I'm just going to talk at the same time the entire episode, if that's okay. <laughs> Different things. One ear is kind of closed <laughs> off and super muffled. Uh, it, the other ear is fine, uh, but I do internally hear my voice as if I'm speaking in a swimming pool at the moment. Ooh, maybe we should have that affected. It's the ear infection experience. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> so, Shin Godzilla. So, um, I guess we should start with our overall thoughts. Because it seems like we, this is one we kind of differ on a bit. Yes. Uh, so I will start with going into this, I, you know, I heard, oh, this is, like, Review-wise, it's reviewed well, uh -huh. but it's, like, seen as one of the most, like, unique ones. Yeah. Because it's such a different focus. It's, like, more of a horror movie, like, in, like sort of more of a natural disaster horror movie. Then, you like, Godzilla isn't really even much of a character in this. Yeah. Like, he, he is just a force of nature. And I think, for me, I liked this a good amount. This is one of those movies where you need to be entirely tuned into it yeah. because it's so like those first 30 minutes are a fucking gauntlet. It's like, it's like, I think the, the casting is over 300 people. Really? Yeah. 320. So that makes sense. Cause it's just yeah. bang, 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 bang. It's so fast. It's so hectic. And like, I'm glad that wasn't the entire movie. Cause I was like, is this going to be the whole thing? I am also wondering though, if they could have cut this cause it's almost two hours. Yeah. And at some point, I'm like, you could probably cut that part. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it probably could be an hour and a half and be fine. Um, I thought the end of the movie was... I thought it was the climax, which is really the end of the second act. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I had a good time with it. I did zone out a few times mm -hmm. during it because it's just so dense. Like, so many things, like, wheel spinning. Yeah. But I did have a good time with it, and I think Shin Godzilla, design-wise, is one of my favorites now. Like, I just love his... We'll get into it, but it's a whole... It's a unique look for him. 
So I'd say like it's it's not one of the best, but it's like higher up than not for me. I don't care for this movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I was really tuned in for the first like. It's almost reverse. I loved the first twenty minutes. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. I see this kind uh, where just this constant stream of people who don't really matter getting like one line and they're given these big title cards with long titles. Yeah. At a certain just, point I was like, yeah. Oh, I don't have to remember any of these people. Yeah. I was like, Oh no. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Like for me, I still liked that 20 minute introduction. I'm just like, if the whole rest of the movie was that, it'd be too much. Yeah. And, but, but I like that. I wish it stayed the whole time. I wish it had, it lose. It starts in an area where it feels like it's a social satire to me, mm-hmm. and then it loses its satire and just becomes another Godzilla movie, and it's like, this is, you were doing something interesting. That being said, I hate the Godzilla design. I really, really hate it. I th- There are so many reasons I hate it. Okay. Uh, one... Ugly as fuck. I hate looking at that thing. It's just gross. <laughs> two, I feel like when we get to his cool powers, when we get to the atomic breath, there's too much paprika on the sandwich. There's what? Just, like, not only can he do his atomic breath out of his mouth, he does it like a million beams out of his back and out of the tip of his tail. Oh, yeah. It's stupid as fuck. I hate it's it. It's great. It's, it's too much. It's... Too much paprika on that sandwich. Paprika's a garnish. You don't put it all in. I think it's the whole point of him, though, is he he keeps devolving and changing. I wish he'd... I honestly wish he'd stayed an ugly, grotesque <laughs> little gnome bleeding over everything. I wish that had been the movie. Nubs, I wish... Nubbies. Yeah. I wish little... Little gnome bleeder dude had been my Godzilla for the film. And then the end, the end, the ending shot is so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. I hate it. I hate, I don't know what it means fully. And it's stupid as fuck. Just, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I did not like Shin Godzilla. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this design and just know as Brandon talks about the design, I'm rolling my eyes the entire time. <laughs> Because what that monster do, Brandon? The only monster this has got is Shin Godzilla himself. Or they, they just call him Godzilla. So what's interesting is this is the first movie in the Toho canon since the original that Godzilla 1954 didn't even happen. Like, Godzilla is just being introduced to us now. Like, that's the first time we've seen him, is the whole world. And I think what's interesting about... He has multiple forms in this movie. He start his defining color scheme is more red instead of like it's red and black kind of look. While you know more traditional Godzilla is a little more dark green with like the blue highlights. So this Godzilla is definitively has like red highlights to him, and he has a few different forms in the movie, like you've mentioned. The first one is when we first see him, he's like kind of a gross, like amphibious fish creature. <laughs> you know, weak little, weak legs that can barely support him, like, like 
you know, uh, wading, wading in the water, walking around, smashing boats. He has little nubs, like vestigial arms. He has like these nasty, like fish eyes that just like, just looks like a fish, these huge fish eyes. And he smashes around. And then it all of a sudden it's like, the whole thing about it is that Godzilla keeps evolving. Like he can mutate and keep changing. And he evolves into like, by the end, his most like traditional Godzilla look. You know, he has the the T Rex arms, like more usual Godzilla proportions, huge legs, like just dummy thick legs, and just I think the biggest definition of like his silhouette is his tail is fucking huge. It, it's like like twice as long as his body. <laughs> The three times. Yeah. Like, it's completely... It's like a huge counterbalance for the rest of him. And he's so... Yuck. He, he's, he's like... Looks like he's full of, like, boils and, like, scabs and scars and bumpy, leathery-looking skin. Like... And I think what's interesting is his teeth. If you look at the original Godzilla from 1954... They based a lot of Shin Godzilla's design, not from any other incarnation of Godzilla, but literally the original one, where he's like this radiation burned, like, weird monster. <laughs> because, like, if you notice, like, like, if you look at the teeth, any of the Godzillas after the first one, and may, I think not even the second Godzilla movie has this, uh, keeps this, but his teeth are very, like, uniform. They're like, you know. They fit together perfectly kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he maybe has two rows of it in the Heisei series, but very uniform, very like, oh, this is kind of fits together perfectly. Yeah. Shin Godzilla's mouth <laughs> looks like just, like, you just threw a bunch of, like, broken glass <laughs> into his, like, in his gums. Like, there's no, there's no uh, locking togetherness of those. Yeah. It's just a bunch of jagged teeth, and he has, like, these bumpiness, and, like, he, he does definitely look like a modernized version of the original's design. Like, if, you didn't, if they didn't reference any other Godzillas than the original, this is... I would see how they would get to this design choice. But, uh, yeah, by the end of the movie, he has glowing purple breath. He can glow purple, and he shoots lasers out of his back, and then he shoots... I'm trying to... I think that may... That isn't the first time that's happened. That he shoots him out of his back... I don't... I haven't seen that. I'm trying to think. I think there's at least one that's happened before. Are you thinking of... Uh, like, I know he... There was... Something about his back in the the anime trilogy, which I is think also he maybe, Rewa. Yeah, I think he did that. Because we're in the Rewa era right now. Yeah, this is the Rewa. This is the Rewa. And I guess after this, other than like... The legendary pictures. This is it for Godzilla movies, at least, because we've already done the anime trilogy. Yeah, so we've we've complete. So with this, we've completed the Rewa era, which means the only era we have left, and it's completely untouched at this point. <laughs> Millennium. Yeah. Is uh, Godzilla Y two K? Oh yeah, baby. So. Godzilla, like I said, God, Shin Godzilla is the only design in the whole movie. He's the only monster, and um. The ending. <laughs> the ending thing. I looked it up, and I think I have a few more details about it that I noticed. 
So, this relates to the monster's design. Uh, this is full spoilers for the whole movie. Uh, the ending shot of the movie is Godzilla is frozen and it zooms in let on his go, tail. Let it go. We're gonna be demonetized. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's done. It's over. Also, we're not we don't gonna, make money, so... We're not gonna make a cent of that Pinocchio dollar, I guess. God. <laughs> but um, the ending shot is it zooms up on the tail. Godzilla's massive fucking tail. And at the very tip of it, mid-freeze, it looks like there's, like, some humanoid Godzilla creatures. Like, about human size. Like, like frozen mid-removal from his tail. And... Looking into it, because while you're in, in the bathroom before we start recording, I rewatched the clip. Because I was interested, like, when did that happen? Yeah. Like, when, like, how does that work? And looking into it, I can definitely say, there because there's two camps. One is that these creatures were starting to sprout off him before he was frozen. Yeah. And then he's frozen, and then, like, oh, we just saved the day? Yeah. Or, <laughs> um... He's been sending him off the entire time. Or or that, like, just now, he's starting to do it. Like, even though he's, like, hibernating, yeah. these things are starting to form hmm. off of his tail. And looking at the shot where he becomes frozen, mm-hmm. there's nothing on the tail. So this is, I think that was more of a, like, like, you know, the horror movie, like, oh, no, like, implication that these things, I don't think they ever planned on having a sequel to this because there never was one. Like, it did very well. But, like, I think its implication was that these are going to be things. Well, I mean, there is a film that came out around this time about where evil fish people are trying to take over the world. So, some might say Death Kappa (laughs) is, in fact, a sequel to Shin Godzilla. Oh no, <laughs> it was a secret sequel. But what I got out of that is that, for me, that thing about the humanoid creatures being spawned from it is that the Godzilla is always evolving. It's the whole thing of the movie. They're like, oh shit, he may sprout wings. He may do this. He may reproduce asexually. Like, lots of bad shit with this. So what I got out of that is that in order to survive, he's like, okay, if me big... Yeah. Big boom, kill me. Yeah. If me, tons of little freaks, <laughs> harder to kill me. Yeah. So I think that's what the implication was, is that he was like, oh, man killed me. Me become man. <laughs> or something. And then he's going to spawn little little freaks all around Tokyo to eat people and shit. So that's what that monster do. That's all the abilities that we know he has in the movie. Um, but it, it's like a solo film. He doesn't fight anything. Yeah. He doesn't really have a character. He is just a monster and he's attacking. So that is the what that monster do for it. Okay. Uh, when did Shin Godzilla come out? 2014? 2015? I think it was 2016. Let me double check. Because I'm trying to figure out what president they were. Like if that 2016. Was, that guy was just okay. So October 11th. They were definitely just. Making up a fictional president because it would still have been... Uh, Silva and uh, Obama. Yeah. So And that guy was not Obama. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. I, I was like... 
if this is because I'm trying to think, if this was like a 2017 movie or 2018, yeah. I'm like, are they going to do a Trump thing? <laughs> like, yeah. well, you know, Obama, famous, uh, yeah, it's so unrealistic. Obama, famous person who hated drones and, and remote yeah. warfare, famously would not support this. Okay, so should we start from the beginning? I guess. Uh, I think it's the plot is going to be hard to. I think the plot is more just general strokes yeah because you, you it's impossible to general go, like, strokes was he one of the officials oh no he showed up for two seconds so like <laughs> so uh the, the coast guard the japanese coast guard finds this abandoned boat mm-hmm. uh but i still don't fully understand what happened he I found guess- a that was one of the things i didn't like as well did the, the scientist thing wasn't quite I think they were trying to make some kind of parallel with Dr. Yamane from the original. But, like, I think he really should have showed up. Did he create Godzilla? Did he beckon Godzilla (laughs) here? I don't understand what the boat thing was. The most I got out of it was that he was, like... He hated radiation because his wife had radiation sickness. So he wanted Godzilla to eat all, like, the radiation barrels. That's the most I got. Like, I feel like what should have... what. in the movie was two characters talking about what the scientists had done way better. And then I don't even know why he wasn't there. Yeah. Like, was he dead? That wasn't even really, wasn't quite a thing. Yeah. They didn't explain how he killed himself. Yeah. Like I I would prefer if he just showed up and just told us that. Yeah. Like we, we had time after Godzilla, you know, attacked Tokyo. We had that time. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so, General, so the first thing in the movie is, yeah, the Coast Guard is like, whoa, this ship's abandoned. That's weird. And then instantly, I thought the ship was blown up, but then, like, they have all of the stuff from the ship later, so. Yeah, like, I think it was nearby to the ship? Yeah, so near it, a giant geyser starts going up. Massive geyser, there's like an underground tunnel, and there's like blood coming in. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this huge catastrophe thing. And then we get a series of cabinet meetings. Yeah, the cabinet meetings are very funny. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like... Because I think it was a commentary um, about, you know, the nuclear meltdown. Yeah, about Fukushima, about, Fukushima. about the tsunami, and then the nuclear mm. reactor afterwards. Yes, because keep in mind, that was... Interesting, that was... Uh, this movie was made less than ten years after that. Like how the original Godzilla was made less than ten years after Hiroshima. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they basically are having these cabinet meetings. And I think it's a huge commentary about, like, the ineptitude of bureaucracy. Where, like, nobody, like, I think this was one of the, it was a very interesting path to go down for that. Because yeah. in so many, you know, we see so many Godzilla movies. It's always like, the military's coming. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like one line. It's like, deploy the military. Boom. Done. This film is, like, hyper-focused about that element for at least a good chunk of this. Yeah. Where they have the meeting and they're like, oh, what is this? What could have happened? Was it a, was it a volcano? All oh, the readings are off, sir. And it's kind of funny because every time a new character speaks, like, big words come up above their head. Thankfully, you don't, you don't really have to follow them that much because, you know, the scientist guy will talk about science stuff. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like... But they're talking about, oh, the volcano, what's going on with this? Okay, we need to prepare a new... Like, they're all together, and they all have time to do something. 
and they go, and the prime minister and everyone, they're like, we should call a new enhanced meeting for this. And then it's really funny because they all get up and you see them all like walk across the building, <laughs> go to the next floor and then meet all there and then go, okay. <laughs> yeah. And there's something I was thinking about, but then I got distracted by your map of the Dothraki Sea and realizing how much, uh, Bigger Essos is than Westeros, uh, which has nothing to do with this. Uh, it's just set dressing all for our recording booth. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, freaking. It's very funny because past, like, the Dothraki Sea, like, west of that, or the east of that, it's basically just, like, here there be dragons kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here there be dragons. Something. Wait, what is this continent? What? That's Sothorios. <laughs> the third continent? There's a fourth. <laughs> no fucking way. We'll, t- <laughs> we'll talk about this off mic. <laughs> no, you know, listeners, if I constantly have to hear about Westeros lore, you have to listen to it too. You know, I paid my penance this morning uh, where... In exchange for me getting to explain the Don't Worry Darling drama, mm-hmm. Brandon got to explain what's happening on House of the Dragon to me. Oh, yeah. So, Sothorios is the third continent. <laughs> Basically, Sothorios is... Are they inhabited? Kind of? Huh. By, like, Neanderthals? The Brindled Men? I'm sure that's something you heard huh. about. It's like a whole... From what I remember about Sothorios, it's like every time they try to, like visit there yeah. fucking terrible things happen huh. people die of disease it's like imagine like trying to like explore like uh like the amazon rainforest yeah but there's like monsters and shit there that will eat you huh. alive and shit like um there's a whole thing where there's waver there's wyverns whatever they're called there which those are, like, are like those dragons but without legs right or without um throughout wings like, just weird worms, sorry. They're, like, weird worm things. Huh. And there's some weird shit in the backstory that, like, oh, maybe the Valerians, like, took those guys and did weird blood magic to make them into dragons. They're kind of like wild dragons without without wings. It's just weird world stuff going on. But, yeah, so Thorios is, like, anybody who goes there just, like, dies. It's bad shit there. Yeah, so they're investigating, like, oh, what is this? Could it be... What kind of creature is this? And then, like, someone has it on their phone. They're, like, live recordings of, like, Godzilla's tail coming out of the water. And they're like, oh, we got to do, oh, my God, this is for the biology team. We need to do another meeting to get there. (laughs) Walks around. And, like, I think some of the most effective stuff in the movie was when they were cutting shots of this stuff happening. Yeah. With Godzilla killing people and, like, destroying things. Just showing that, like, Japan does not have, like, I'm sure no country does, like, an easy, like, button for that. It kind of reminded me of, like, you know, with the Romans, there was that whole thing of, like, uh, emperor stuff. But when was the Republic? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean. The whole thing where, like... You know how Rome had emperors? (laughs) Okay, what I mean is that during the time of the Roman Republic, there was the whole thing where it's like... Thank you for mansplaining the Roman Empire. I didn't think of the word. It's not emperors. Senate, the Roman Senate. 
There was it's a word for it. Okay, the so tribune, the, the triumvirate. Is that maybe. what you're talking about? Like, but in the brief time after uh, after Julius Caesar's death, but before before Augustus became the de facto leader, where it was Augustus, Lepidus, and Mark Antony uh, all ruling. Oh, as no, equal no, before rulers. that, it was it was okay, something about that, at the time of the Senate. If there was like. If they needed to become like a dictatorship, they would vote on it, and then one guy would become the dictator guy. That was a thing. I don't think that was a thing. I think the Dark Knight said that was a thing, and I think that's where you're getting that from, but that wasn't a thing. Hmm. I'll have to look that up afterwards. But like, (laughs) it's like a whole thing where um, the bureaucracy is holding them down. It's like the bureaucracy of it. They're like, we need to do meetings. We need to call the UN. We need to get America involved, issues. And like, while this is happening, Godzilla is like walking in the shallow water and smashing boats and everything. And the prime minister is like, I should call a meeting. And like, and during this, we have like pretty much the protagonist is there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yagamuchi. Yaguchi, I think his name is. Not my Gucci. <laughs> but the main character guy. And basically his friend, like, the main character was, like, trying to cut past the bureaucracy and be like, sir, we need to act immediately on this. And then his friend's like, whoa, 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 settle down there. That's not how politics works. So, like, we're like, oh, dang. So he's like, I'm going to call a meeting of the prime minister. We need a uh, Importantly, right before the meeting, he's told that there's debate on, they're not sure whether or not godzilla would be able to walk on land yeah there was things about oh his legs are too weak he can't sustain himself yeah he has legs but are they too weak but then during the meeting president's just like you know what um this is pretty good pretty good i'm gonna riff a little bit and he's just like no ain't no way that thing is walking up on land no way and then immediately you know it's about to happen because it's a wide shot and one of the advisors walks towards him yeah. and then whispers in his ear and he's like, it's right on land. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this catastrophe and oh my God. And like sometime during this, the main character sets up like, like a, a team of B-listers within the government to like a dedicated team of Godzilla yeah. stuff. And there's things about, oh, we should kill Godzilla. We should study it. And yada, 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 like all this stuff. This oh, movie is insanely all- dialogue. There's so much dialogue is in this movie. Also, at some point within this, we get Amer- America's ambassador to Japan. Uh, Very progressive then to hire uh, someone who speaks Japanese as their first language to be the ambassador to Japan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this character who's supposed to be an American is just a Japanese actress with very badly phonetically sounding out her lines. Yeah, apparently the actress had no idea how much English she would have to be saying going on. I thought you were this. joking when you said that. Is that a real <laughs> fact about the movie? It's, it's on the IMDb trivia at least. Oh, God. That like she was like, "Wait, what?" cuz she's she's like half half English Japanese at least. Yeah. With what she's saying. It's like, "Whoa, okay." So um that was distracting sometimes cuz because for her character, she's supposed to, like, if anything, she's supposed to have English, supposed to speak English well, but then maybe a little rough on the Japanese part. Yeah. I mean, you know? she 
be a translator. She'd be, you know, an ambassador. So hopefully good on both. Yeah, hopefully good on both. But she should definitely be have one an American accent and two be good at English. She's got and she's got presidential hopes coming. But oh, she's boy. like a young party girl. Young. They, they make a point of that that she came straight from a party to this meeting. Well, huh? Woo! So. They're celebrating, they're getting, uh... They just wanna, they just wanna. <laughs> so, uh, Godzilla wrecked a town. And there was a whole sequence where, uh, at some point, Godzilla evolves from his, like, tiny little arms to being, like, more of the usual Godzilla we're known about. And there's a whole thing where the bureaucracy stuff, because there's a whole issue of shit. I thought this was really, like, interesting. A really fun moment in the movie where they had to, because, you know, Japan has that thing where they cannot aggress a country or anything <laughs> it's only through defense yeah and basically like the wording of it was something like you know when armed assailants like attack the country they can defend themselves or something <laughs> but they're like shit godzilla isn't armed <laughs> yeah. he's like of course what do we do so they had to get like a whole separate like legislation thing he's not armed he's, he's just not armed he's just walking around with little stubs sir he has no arms i don't know what we're gonna oh he just grew arms Oh hell yes! Okay, we're gonna shoot a movie over. See ya. Well, there's a the movie could have ended like four, like thirty minutes in because they finally get approved for the helicopters. They finally get approved for this. There is some really interesting things about like oh this is the first time we've mobilized since World War Two. Yeah, like this is clearly from a jap like this is the Japanese perspective on this whole situation. Like shit, like these you know these are unprecedented things. You know, yeah. very different than America would handle the situation. Japan is like. Do we want to do this? Yeah. So there's a whole thing where they evacuate the town and they send the helicopters out and they're about to shoot Godzilla. And right before they do, they see there's still some people. There's still some people like fleeing. Yeah. And the, the prime minister says like, no, like we cannot like this. This decision is already hard enough politically to do. Yeah. We like if we kill survive, like if we kill civilians, this is going to be like terrible. Like then we don't later, do this. this does snowball. So they later stand. Into... So they stand down. Yeah. They don't shoot Godzilla, and eventually Godzilla goes back to the ocean. Then later it comes back, much stronger, much bigger form. Goes to a more populated area, Tokyo, and they have no force but to full on assault, even though he's in a po completely populated area. But... That's the thing. It's like, man, like I think. They probably could have killed him right then because yeah. he wasn't that strong yet. Just get him in the gale, in those gross little those bit gross bleeders. bleeders. Yeah. Yeah. But they take too long, like, and huge military force attacks Godzilla, like, with tons of tanks and, you know, jets and all this shit. And, like, they're trying to take down Godzilla because he's walking towards Tokyo. He's, like, trying to cross the bay to Tokyo. And they're like, we can't let him do this. We have to attack, attack, attack. And the... The um the missiles, so eventually they the tanks fail, the helicopters fail, not enough you know not enough firepower. Godzilla like like throws part of a bridge, <laughs> which smashes down a lot of the tanks. Yeah. Incapacitated, Godzilla gets into Tokyo. Yeah. Thankfully, the city is like somewhat evacuated, but like not fully. Like the prime point. minister is there, and a lot of the other higher ups. Yeah, uh, the, and from this point, it could be said that. Old Godzilla was hopping, hopping around, around Tokyo, Tokyo City, and, oh, like like a big playground. Yeah, you could say like a carnival, 
Yeah. Maybe smaller because of the size difference. Yeah. Maybe maybe a playground. Maybe a no. place of playing. Really, they could have solved this if Batman had burst from the shade and hit Godzilla with the back grenade. Back grenade, yeah. But then, what if Godzilla had gotten pissed and began to attack? Mm-hmm. But didn't... Well, he didn't... Well, well the interesting thing, though, is that he didn't <laughs> expect to be caught by Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, who was, to, who was in Tokyo at the time. Oh, that's great, because he could open up a can of Shaq Fu. Oh, my God. He could open up a can of Shaq Fu. The, like, that can of Shaq Fu could have stalled Godzilla enough to um, be, you know, the the person who uh, Eric Carter, let's say that, Eric Carter's around. And he could come out of the blue. Yeah. He could come out of the blue. And would he start beating up Shaquille O'Neal? Well, unfortunately, I think there like, there's like an inter, there's a little drama between the two you didn't know about, yeah. between the two of them. And they would, they would not put aside their differences and attack Shin Godzilla, and they would instead go after each other because of the drama situation. But they wouldn't last long, because I feel like, you know, Batman's still there, so... Batman's still there. They, they, might, they might both get flattened by the Batmobile. Bat, Batman's Batmobile's got to be around. And, you know, they're on the ground of this whole situation. Batman could have run him over. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying, folks. All I'm saying. Exactly. That's about. I, I don't remember the rest of the song off the top of my head like that. <laughs> well, I do, but we'd be here a while. Oh, yes. So, um, God, the best scene of the movie happens with Godzilla in Tokyo. Because Godzilla comes into Tokyo. Depending on how you feel about paprika on your sandwich, I guess. For me, it's the best one. Because it's a shot where Godzilla gets in Tokyo. It's nighttime. It's dark. It's spooky. And then Godzilla's kind of like fucking with like electricity. And it's this fucking awesome shot where Godzilla's walking into Tokyo. And all the lights, boom, like district by district. Just boom, 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 boom. Just turn off. And all you see is just, like, his glowing red, like, areas of his body as he goes into Tokyo. And at this point, uh, they decide that the Prime Minister, he needs to evacuate. Uh, yeah, like, we need to evacuate Prime Minister. They have um, bombers. Yeah, the U.S. is going to bomb uh, Tokyo. Yeah, they've agreed. They have, like, you... Because yeah. they have a joint thing where the U... Because of the treaty, the U.S. would not intervene until the Japan, like attacked first and then the US would support. So there's stealth bombers above Godzilla and they throw in a few attack they throw in a few bombs and it work like it helps. Like Godzilla's hurt. Like it hurts him. They're big enough to where like it damages him. He's like, Whoa! like it's the ground. And he's like, oh and then we're like, oh okay, cool, cool. And then he starts going purple. <laughs> and then um okay, I know paprika on your sandwich wise, the you know, the atomic breath out of the spines, maybe too much for you, right? And the tail, too much, too much. But, like... I also don't like the, the jaw. I like the jaw. It's too much, too many details, too much stuff. Just oh, for me, it's Too like, much paprika. For me, the whole focus is that Godzilla, it's a horror movie. Godzilla should be more of a horror creature. So if I fucking love that he opens his mouth and then, like, the bottom part of his jaw... Splits. Listen, does this guy seem scary to you? 
Does this guy seem scared? In the context of the movie, it's like I said, it's not even based off any other ones. This is a new Godzilla canon. If you if you want him to be a spooky guy, you know, let him be a spooky guy. You know, with how much they like to over design this fucking creature in this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a Godzilla cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a big gun. Yeah. <laughs> he he's evolved into a big gun now. That's what he's learned. He just cocks his head back. <laughs> he fucking he fucking uh like Megatron into that gun. <laughs> just yeah. turns into it. But I, I love the sequence. I loved it. And, uh, but, like, he opens up the mouth and he goes, and he shoots right in the ground. Like, this kind of, like, this steam first. Like, this kind of, like, gunpowdery stuff all across the area around him. And then he lights it on fire with his, like, like atomic breath. And the whole fucking, like, circle just engulfs in flame of Tokyo. And the prime minister. And then after that, and then... He starts shooting all fucking around him. Buildings are sliced in half. He get, he takes out the prime minister's helicopter out of there. Like, just fucking crazy shit around there. Goes after the stealth bomber. It's a whole fucking disaster. And then uh, so much energy is unleashed by him in radiation that he basically takes a nap. <laughs> he goes to sleep after. Yeah, and it's at this time where the world is like, hey, uh, we're gonna just nuke this thing, and we promise Japan we'll help you build back, but a uh, new prime minister, because old one got killed by Godzilla there. Uh, <laughs> we had a new prime minister, which, funnily enough, I read as a little uh, trivia thing. He's the only guy with, like, the one of the main government guys who wasn't in any of the previous movie. Like, he didn't show up for the rest of it. Like, he yeah. was absent, and <laughs> he just shows up here. Yeah. But there's a... Oh, fuck. I really yeah. love this one sequence, this one, like, couple shots, where basically it's like, okay, we have in the issue now where the UN has approved the US to detonate a nuke on yeah. Japanese soil. And that's, like, a huge moment where it's like, oh, fuck, we're doing this again? Like, yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, no, this is, like, history repeating itself. And there's a moment where the prime minister basically is like, I don't know politically what weirdness is going on, but he has to like also get approval from like the government or something to do it. Yeah. And he basically asks uh, like the protagonist, like friend guy, he's like, can you like, I think it was implied like to get a bill through the government Yeah. to basically give me like enough power, like total power where I can do this. Yeah. And then the guy just like looks at him and he's like giving you power to drop a nuke on Japan. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's that's what he's doing. It's like that's what he's trying. He's basically like, yo, can you like get approval for this? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, that was one of the moments. I'm like, this, there's some good stuff here, like that. Yeah, but uh, and so now the countdown's on. Cause two weeks. Japan has been given two weeks to evacuate Tokyo, uh, and in the meantime, uh, our. Uh, Yagamuchi is a uh, slapdash group of heroes is trying to figure out okay can we freeze this guy because yeah. nuking Tokyo really bad because there's still people in Tokyo yeah. like two weeks is not enough to evacuate we like we think it's better if we can because he has like a nuclear fission in his body as a thing <laughs> if we freeze the if we freeze that like kind of reactor in him he will be incapacitated so I think 
I liked that, but then it's also like, oh god, does some of this movie suffer from singular point system syndrome? Too much science talk that doesn't matter because it's all bullshit anyways. Yeah. Some yeah. of this, I think some of that does happen. Where it's like, there's like this whole massive like, uh, scientist, oh, the scientist left like this this big piece of paper and we have to get it right to get the DNA thing. And I'm like... And we can figure out the code if we origami it into shapes. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Yeah. But I wish it would have like... It didn't I didn't I didn't feel like that was progressing towards the chemical thing. Mm-hmm. I, I wish there was more like, okay, we need to figure out how Godzilla works and then we figure out the compound. Those are like two separate things that need to connect. Yeah. I didn't quite feel like that was happening. Yeah. It's like this is kinda okay, which one is this for? Yeah. Maybe it could have been like maybe it was two separate teams or something. Yeah. Something like that. But basically they get a cat they build a big old they figure out the formula to freeze Godzilla and they gotta pump it in his stomach. Just tons of that shit. Um, and Godzilla's sleeping, but, like, we slowly see that, like, parts of his tail are, like, crunching around, and, like, little bits are happening to him while he's sleeping. There's a whole thing about the, the would-be president lady who's the ambassador. Yeah, so, uh, so they, they're really close, uh, they're really close to figuring it out at one point, but they're, like, not quite there. Because they're waiting for some, because they're waiting for some research to come in from Germany. Germany. Yeah. So they use they use the the ambassador lady as well as some French French people, people. like some French UN guys. Yeah, to, to like put stall. a pause on it. Yeah. yeah, like to stall to get more time to get more time to do all this. Which is the scene that we referenced earlier, where she has a talk with the president. Who they very who they keep without showing his face. Which his big hands. I don't understand that decision, especially since they're not trying to evoke an actual president. <laughs> it's not like in like Kingsman, where you see the back of Obama's head before he blows up, uh-huh. uh, or or uh-huh. the equally. The equally revered film Transformers Two: Revenge of the Fallen, where is wait is it Transformers Two or Transformers One? Transformers One, you know the shot I'm talking about, where they're on Air Force One, and the flight attendant comes into the president's office, and it's just his socks on the uh, <laughs> uh, as his, yeah. cause his feet are on the table, and he's. Hey, get me some Twinkies. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think I remember that. But um, the movie kind of like... For me, the movie peaks at the, the Tokyo explosion thing. Like the second... Like the 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 real climax of the movie. A little underwhelming. Like I, I, I thought it was neat that they basically use the buildings to attack Godzilla. Yeah. Like they, th- they do targeted like, you know, bombs, missiles... At the buildings around Godzilla when he starts waking up. To knock him the fuck out. To smack him through. And that is something I don't think we've seen yet in a Godzilla movie. The thing about the lot... Like, I like like the visual, and I also think it's funny for the buildings to finally get a hit in on Godzilla. Finally, it's our chance. But if it's just blunt force that will knock him out... Wouldn't the explosion still be (laughs) blunt force? 
Like, isn't he still taking a lot of blunt force damage every time a missile hit blows up against his head? <laughs> I think it's more just the the thousands of tons of steel and concrete yeah. <laughs> smacking in on him. Okay. But like, the, so basically they hit him with the, the buildings, and then they hit him with some train bombs... <laughs> Which yeah. we do know that's from another Godzilla movie where the kid jumps off. I don't remember which remember. one. Yeah. It's in one of the... I, it's gotta be Showa. I, I believe it's a Showa. It's a Showa. No, one. is it a Heizai? Oh, wait. Maybe it is a Heizai. Maybe it was Destroyer. No. Was the, I feel like Destroyer wouldn't be my favorite if there was an annoying kid subplot in that. No, it had to be a Showa. There weren't even many kids in the Heizai era. Yeah. But like a character who was a kid. I keep wanting to say, is it destroy all monsters? I don't know, maybe. I keep wanting to say all monsters attack, but I think that's just because that's got the ultimate annoying kid. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. But basically, it's one of those movies. It's happened before, but they but yeah, smack guns over the train. They knock him the fuck out. They, they use pump, cranes pump, pump, to pump, pump uh, freezing agent in. Which, interesting enough, that, um, there was a shot where there's huge hoses. Yeah. The huge spike things. Those... Not like the exact same ones, of course, but that same model were the ones they used during the meltdown, huh. the nuclear meltdown. So, like another like comparison about that. That is interesting. So they use the the cooling agents in his belly, pump him up, and then they don't think it works at first because he breaks out and goes, Roar, "I'm gonna I'm gonna attack you," and then he boop, and then he freezes in like a solid statue. And there's a whole theme about you know uh, the main protagonist being like, "Oh, you know, we all work together." And I'm glad about that. And we can do anything. And hooray. And then it's that end shot with the tail. Yeah. And that is Shin Godzilla. That's, the whole, that's more or less the whole thing. It, it's a very hard movie to... Because you go into details, there's just so many things. Yeah, it's a very hard movie to get a fully accurate plot description out there of. But also... Most of the plot does not actually matter, so... I feel like, yeah... And I think that's purposeful on the movie's part, but... I feel like yeah. a lot of the dialogue's kind of more guiding towards things. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we okay, we now know that Godzilla's on its way, okay. How does yeah. that work? Who, who's responding to this? Yeah. Like, there was an interesting trivia thing I read where the director was um, a big fan of the social network. So, the social network character's mm-hmm. snappy quick. Yeah. So, he used that in this movie... And he, ba- he basically said, if you don't talk fast enough, I'm going to cut your line. <laughs> Mothra! Mothra! <laughs> you can't. He, uh, she's she's le- she's laying eggs. Are you laying eggs now, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, my kaiju's at the cleaners. <laughs> Along with my... <laughs> Along with my... Uh, I, can, I can make this work. Along with my... Something that starts with a P that has to do with uh, that has to do with Godzilla movies. Sorry, my prod is at the cleaners. Uh, uh, er, no, no. My poxygen destroyer. <laughs> Along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops. Uh, would would Justin Timberlake be Rodan in this situation? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the old, the old sleaze, sleazy guy. Rodan, God. there you go. Right okay, uh, the point... Yeah, this is a podcast about how much we love the social network, <laughs> as we all know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, that's... 
Um, yeah, that was a fun little interesting thing is that the movie, it's really fast. I think this is one of those movies that you cannot passively watch this at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, it's so, like, da, 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 the whole time Certainly. that I'm like, okay, you can't, like, nope, 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 nope. So I, let me let's see if there's any other um, things I wanted to mention. That I the found. sound effect work is so bad. The it sound is. effects are not great in this movie. They're very, like, They sound socky. like a Call of Duty game. <laughs> Call of Duty. Shin Godzilla. Uh, and the, also... The special effects weren't great, especially near the end. Ah, uh, God! By the end, he just—it feels like, feels like they had a with their limited special effects budget, they kept forgetting how it was like writing that John Mulaney bit about writing "Happy Birthday" on a banner, but with your special effects money. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's do. Um, the budget was um, the budget was only fifteen million. The whole movie. I can believe that. Because by the end, by the end, Godzilla, the effects for Godzilla look like a sci-fi original movie. <laughs> Looks like he's about to fight Sharktopus. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, I read some interesting things about, um, basically, people were like, oh, how did God, you know, what inspiration was there for Godzilla falling up the movie? Yeah. And... What other kaiju evolves? That's really a gross little monster. Mothra's the only other one that evolves. Hedora. Oh, yeah. Because Hedora starts as like this little fucking... Yeah. And like evolves into these creatures. Yeah. So like Hedora was like the uh, the reference point for that. Huh. Which I think works because Hedora is also a really gross creature. Yeah, he is pretty gross. So okay. it's like, oof. But then um, a little more into like some things about it. So... Apparently, the the effects supervisor intentionally tried to make Godzilla's skin look more like rubber mm-hmm. than like an actual material mm-hmm. to kind of lead more into looking a bit more like a suit. Because yeah. there was going to be a suit, but it just didn't work out in the movie. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. Because how the fuck would you do that table? <laughs> just make Nakajima wriggle on his belly. <laughs> There's the whole thing where... Sir, I'm 70 years old. <laughs> All I can do is wriggle. Imagine the whole movie was based off that. They're like, Nakajima, what can you do? Well, <laughs> I can wriggle on my belly. <laughs> and I can go, while I wriggle around. And they go, okay, great. You're going to be the amphibian creature. Nakajima, why are you bleeding everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of happens at my age. That's not CG. <laughs> They're like, after right after the shot of the lungs, the yeah. blood coming out, they're like, Nakajima, are you okay? <laughs> it was kept in the movie. <laughs> it's all right. I have another kidney. I Last time I got, I got a replacement. I had the doc put three in just for safety's sake. I'm down to one and a half now. Wow. But he did it. He did it. He lived. <laughs> What's that? Well, he, I was, was going to say he, he lived, but then... He lived. He, he is, made it past is, the production of... Is, is that he made it past alive? the destruction of Shin Godzilla. He, he passed away the year after. Oh. So he, we're saying is he, he did... Wait, he really did it? Like, yeah, it's 2017. Ah, okay. Good job on living, Nakajima. 
No, Long didn't life. do great at the end, but but you live but you live for most of it. You, you did a little little spinny. That is how life works. You live for most of it, then you die at the end. <laughs> you live for most, and he was a he was a damn good Godzilla. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything so, else to say? I think um more or less that's about it. I think it's we can't really do a make it gritty because it, it's this still is Godzilla. one grittier than. The, than yeah. There's a whole thing I read about. Uh, Concept art for Shin Godzilla involved like some of his forms having like a fucking like second Godzilla torso coming out of his body, like just weird body horror shit. Okay, for, like what he Which could have turned into. Might have been enough to get me on board. <laughs> like you said, so you're saying that they did a half measure when they should have gone all the way. Yeah, he looked unappealing, but he didn't look like Cronenberg. Ah, <laughs> Cronenberg, like. Like, what if my arc while watching, like, The Fly is, like, mmm, Goldblum. That's like, I'm not into this. I'm like, oh, I'm really into this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what if you discover something about yourself where I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, The Fly. The Fly is doing something to me. More than Jeff Goldblum did. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Shinga, I think it's a very interesting... It's definitely an interesting departure from other movies. I would want to see another movie try to tackle this, but about the more like about the more like bureaucracy stuff of it, but to be a little tighter. Yeah. Like I don't even know if you need the protagonist guy. Yeah. In that kind of situation. Hmm. But um I was like 50-50 on whether Godzilla was just gonna win at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like due to incompetence. But um I didn't think it was satisfying when the 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 protagonist team actually did stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of it. But, um, yeah, it's it's not in my top, like, ten. But it's... I I did not, I did not like, regret seeing it. That's I'm, fair. Like, I am a little surprised. I thought it was going to be higher for me. Same. I, I went into this with... I went into this ready to love Shin Godzilla. Yeah. And I did not. So yeah, you did not, and I, I enjoyed it. But for me, it ranks like in like an upper Showa kind of level for me, mm-hmm. not like crazy high, but very interesting themes for it. So now next week, we're watching something that I actually don't know what we're watching because Brandon has been keeping it hidden from me and I'm teeing him up because I presumed that he would want to reveal at this moment what we're about to watch and get an, a reaction on mic from me. Okay. So we're going to do a little bit more of a shit posty one next week, folks. I figured it'd be a fun mix to be Shinkanzo, which is kind of like this yeah. more refined, interesting, high concept thing. And then like a stoop, like a really dumb shit post one. So I want to bring up that the movie we're going to be doing about next week has a really star studded cast of individuals. Like one of the highest build casts of any of the movies we've seen so far in the series. Getting terrified. You have like. Julia Roberts. You have star actors such as Julia Roberts, Nicolas Cage, Meryl Streep, and Paul Giamatti himself. Are we doing the ant bully? See you next week, folks.